Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us. Do not subject us to the final test. And he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend, to whom he goes at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived at my house from a journey, and I have nothing to offer him. And he says in reply from within, Do not bother me, the door has already been locked, and my children and I are are already in bed. I cannot get up to give you anything. I tell you, if he does not get up to give the visitor the loaves because of their friendship, He will get up to give him whatever he needs because of his persistence. And I tell you, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks the door will be opened. What father among you would hand his son a snake when he asks for a fish, or hand him a scorpion when he asks for an egg? If you then, who are wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, How much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. If you're wondering, I am Father Jared, so best for last. Father, I finally arrived here for my first Sunday Mass at Saints Peter and Paul, and it's good to finally be with you after the first uh, couple of weeks as we begin as a family of parishes. And today's gospel, I was reminded as I was reading this, a quote I've seen a number of times, and I've seen it a number of occasions attributed to St. Teresa of Avila, a couple of occasions attributed to St. Catherine of Siena, and I tried this week to figure out the context to figure out who actually said it, and it's, well, still rather unclear. But the quote goes something like this. There are more tears shed over answered prayers than over unanswered prayers. And she said this, and as I was reflecting on this, the reason why I wanted to find the context is I'm like, why is she saying this, and what does that exactly mean? What does she mean by it? Because I think really there's two ways to take it. First, kind of, you know, the way that maybe we normally take it, in a similar way to what we'd say, be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you ask for. Because when you get it, it may not be exactly what you expected. You may get exactly what you wish for, and it ends up being more of a burden than a blessing. But I also wonder if perhaps she had another meaning, if in context it perhaps brought out something deeper and something that we see revealed in today's gospel about the nature of prayer itself. In that, shedding tears, crying, and scriptures is not always portrayed as something negative, as something bad, as something to be avoided. But instead, St. Paul identifies the gift of tears as Well, exactly that, a gift. Something that purifies us of our sins. Something that strengthens our desire for holiness. Something that ultimately makes straight and helps us to see who God truly is, which is a loving and merciful Father. That indeed our sins are forgiven, but yet the sorrow that they have caused remains, and they are washed away by the shedding of our tears. In today's Gospel, one of the Lord talks about those who ask for good things, It doesn't mean that those good things will not be difficult. If you ask for good things, 
the Lord will inevitably give you those opportunities. If you pray for patience, I promise you, the Lord will give you opportunities for patience. They may not be exactly what you want or expect, but the opportunities will arise. And if you ask for, if you ask for courage, the Lord will give you opportunities to be courageous, and that will not be easy. And if you ask for you know, the grace of patience, well, the Lord will give you many opportunities to practice patience. And of course, it's not like a Pelagian thing to where God simply provides an opportunity and then you have to prove your worth. But instead, when praying for those good things, the Lord not only provides the opportunity, he also provides the grace necessary to live it out. He provides what you need in order to truly become courageous, humble, patient, whatever that may require of you. And it is not beyond you. But instead, in asking for those good things, slowly but surely, the Lord will grant your desire, and that virtue will be built up in you, even if it takes weeks, months, and perhaps even years. But what the Lord tells us in today's gospel is that whenever it comes to prayer, perseverance is the most important thing. St. John Paul II, whenever somebody asked him, you know, Holy Father, how do I get better at prayer? He simply responded, Pray. That's it. Simply start praying. It is for us to remember that in asking for good things from our Heavenly Father, they must, yes, truly be good. Because oftentimes, what do we ask for a very specific outcome? Lord, give me money. Grant me this aspect of success. Grant me this particular petition. Instead of asking for the good things that our Heavenly Father desires to give to us, a deeper faith, a greater love for him, our neighbor, perhaps sorrow for our sins overcoming them, a greater patience, especially perhaps a greater patience with whoever may be sitting next to you in your pews today, as that is often one of the most difficult things to live with. I know that from my own experience of living in a family. The Lord desires to give to us good things, to give those and dole those things out to us so that we might be perfected, might be purified, and might ultimately become the saints that he is calling us to be. He wants that from you. He desires that for you. And he desires for you to desire it for yourself. That is what the Lord calls us to. In today's gospel, and each and every week, when we pray the Our Father, Our Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. This is a good thing to ask for, but it is not easy. Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, which is essentially, thy will be done. Not what I want, not what I desire, not what I think is best. Whatever you desire, Lord. That is what we pray each and every week, each and every day, in the Our Father. We pray that we want his will to be done, whatever his will may be. And his will is often mysterious, it's not always exactly clear. But nonetheless, oftentimes, his will is manifested in whatever happens around us. And that in learning to accept the situation for what it is, and then asking yourself how we can act, how we can be the, let's say, the saints in the midst of the situation, he gives us the opportunity to allow his will to be done, to allow him to work. And then perhaps even the difficult words of, Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. God has forgiven you everything. 
If you ask for his mercy in the confessional, he has forgiven you everything. He has blotted out your sin. And yet, how often we still hold those same things against our brothers, our sisters. And again, perhaps even against the people next to us in the pews. That what the Lord desires for us is to be reconciled to one another. That is what he came to do, to forgive sins, to reconcile the world to himself, but also to reconcile humanity to each other, to our brothers and sisters. This is what his desire is for us. And that praying for good things, reconciliation, patience, courage, humility, insert whatever virtue you know that you probably need, because each of us knows so often. And in asking for that good thing, the Lord will not turn his face away from you. He will hear your desire. It may not be answered today. It may not be answered tomorrow. It may not be answered next month. But the Lord will work. He will slowly work in your heart to strengthen you to carry out his will, to be purified, to become a better you, to become the saint that he is calling you to be. This is our baptismal call in Christ, to trust the Lord in all things, to allow his will to be done, because our Father is loving. His will is love as mercy itself. It is not opposed to the good, but instead it wants what is best for you. And in trusting him, ultimately our lives work out for the best, because we are in the hands of a loving Father who cares for each and every one of us.